This is part five of our catechetical series on the Eucharist. In this part, what I'd like to do is just share with you a Eucharistic lexicon, some of the words that are used to describe the Eucharist and aspects of it, terms and expressions used in the Catholic Church to describe or refer to the Holy Eucharist or things associated with its celebration. Now, this is not intended to be an exhaustive list by any means. There's ample literature published uh, or available online that can be consulted to supplement this list, along with what you know. First, bread and wine. These are the physical elements of the Holy Eucharist under whose appearance at every holy sacrifice of the Mass become the body and blood of Christ as instituted by the Lord Jesus Christ at the Last Supper. The bread must be unleavened with nothing added and the wine, true fruit of the vine. The Eucharist is the body and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, not merely a sign or symbol or remembrance first given to us by the Lord Jesus Christ at the Last Supper. Eucharist is a term that comes from the Greek term, eucharistia, and it means to give thanks. And that's the action of the Lord Jesus Christ at the Last Supper's Passover meal, as recounted in the Gospel. He gave thanks. Transubstantiation, that's the Catholic Church's term for the doctrine of faith that explains the Holy Eucharist as the complete substance of bread and wine converted by the power of the Holy Spirit and the words of the priest during the consecration within the Eucharistic prayer of the Holy Mass into the complete substance of Christ's body and blood. We speak of real presence. And that is the Catholic Church's doctrine of faith that the Lord Jesus Christ is fully and entirely present in his body, blood, soul, and divinity under the appearance of bread and wine in the Holy Eucharist. The Lord Jesus Christ is fully and entirely present at the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, in Holy Communion, whenever and wherever it is distributed, and reserved in the tabernacle of a church or oratory. Eucharist is mystery of faith. A mystery is something that cannot be fully or scientifically explained by human reason alone the Eucharist is understood and believed in the Catholic Church, cannot be fully or scientifically explained, but it is fully accessible to faith. Hence, the Eucharist is a mystery of faith. Eucharist is sacrifice. The Eucharist is the very sacrifice of the body and blood of the Lord Jesus, which he instituted to perpetuate the sacrifice of the cross, his sacrifice throughout the ages until his return in glory. The Eucharist makes present the sacrifice of the cross. The sacrifice of the cross and the sacrifice of the Eucharist are one sacrifice. Eucharist is sacrament. A sacrament is a sacred reality instituted by the Lord Jesus Christ to give grace, which is the free and undeserved help that God gives to us to respond to his call to become children of God, partakers in the divine nature and of eternal life. Grace is a participation in which the life of God, which is poured unearned into human beings, whom it heals of sin and sanctifies. We recognize that the sacraments have a visible and invisible reality. The visible reality we see in the sacraments is their outward expression 
the water of baptism, the bread and wine of the Eucharist, the oil at confirmation. This outward expression that they take and the way in which they are administered and received, the invisible reality we cannot see is God's grace, his gracious initiative in redeeming us through the death and resurrection of his son. The visible reality of the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist is the bread and wine, as we've said. The invisible reality of the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist is the real presence of the Lord Jesus, whole and entire. Eucharist is a sign of unity and charity. The Holy Eucharist unites the Catholic faithful with the Lord Jesus Christ, and through that union, with one another. In receiving the Holy Eucharist, this unity is not only symbolized, but it's accomplished in the Church, and accomplished in charity. St. Paul writes, Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake one bread. Eucharist is pledge of future glory. The Eucharist is described as a pledge of future glory because it fills us with every grace and heavenly blessing. It fortifies us for our pilgrimage in this life and makes us long for eternal life. It unites us already to Christ, seated at the right hand of the Father, to the Church in heaven, and to the Blessed Virgin and all the saints. Blessed Sacrament. This is another term for the real presence of the Lord Jesus Christ in the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist. It is blessed because it brings us into direct contact with the holiness of God through the Lord Jesus Christ. The altar. The altar is a table, the table of the Lord, on which the holy sacrifice of the Mass is offered and celebrated. We call that the altar of sacrifice, or upon which the tabernacle containing the blessed sacrament rests. We call that the altar repose or reservation. The altar of sacrifice is the symbol of Christ himself who is present both as sacrificial victim and as food from heaven which is given to us. The tabernacle. That is the fixed locked box in which the blessed sacrament is reserved in a church or chapel or oratory. The sanctuary lamp. This is the, the wax candle near the tabernacle that remains lit, indicating the real presence of the Lord Jesus Christ within the tabernacle. Chalice and paten, these are sacred vessels used only at the celebration of the Holy Eucharist of the Mass. Ordinary blessed or consecrated by a bishop, the paten holds the bread which will become the body of Christ, and the chalice holds the wine which will become the blood of Christ. Ciborium, picks, Monstrance. These are also sacred vessels used to contain or hold the Blessed Sacrament in rites of Catholic worship and devotion. The ciborium is the sacred vessel from which Holy Communion is usually distributed at Mass. The pix is the sacred vessel which holds the Blessed Sacrament for distribution to the Catholic faithful outside of Mass or which is inserted into the monstrance, the sacred vessel which holds the Blessed Sacrament when it is exposed for the worship, adoration, and veneration of the Catholic faithful. Genuflection. This is the act of respect, reverence, and worship of the real presence of the Lord Jesus Christ, present on the altar during the holy sacrifice of the Mass, or present in the tabernacle of a church or chapel or oratory. 
Upon entering these sacred spaces, the genuflection involves the bending of the right knee, briefly touching the floor in the direction of the altar or tabernacle. In certain circumstances, a reverent bow of the head may substitute for a genuflection. Adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. This is the act of worship of the real presence of the Lord Jesus Christ, either within the tabernacle of a church or chapel or oratory, or when exposed on the altar for devotion. Benediction of the Blessed Sacrament. This is the Catholic ritual of worship of the Blessed Sacrament, composed of exposition of the sacred host, accompanied by hymns and prayers, including with the, and concluding with the blessing with the Blessed Sacrament. Viatical. The administration of the Holy Eucharist to the dying, often accompanied by the sacrament of the anointing of the sick. That's what we mean by viaticum, with on the way. Ministers of the Eucharist. The Holy Sacrifice of the Mass may only be celebrated by a validly ordained Catholic bishop or priest who distributes the Eucharist to the Catholic faithful as its ordinary minister. A validly ordained deacon may assist in the distribution of the Eucharist within or outside of Mass. In virtue of his ordination, he is also considered an ordinary minister. Baptized Catholic members of the laity may also be commissioned or authorized to distribute the Eucharist within or outside of Mass, and they are called extraordinary ministers. Worthy Reception of the Eucharist Aware that the Holy Eucharist is the very body and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, baptized members of the Catholic Church are invited to receive the Holy Eucharist in Holy Communion if they are in the state of grace that is not conscious of having committed serious or mortal sin prior to Eucharistic reception, without the benefit of first receiving the sacrament of penance by confessing their sins to a priest with a firm purpose of amendment, intention of amendment, and receiving sacramental absolution from it. St. Paul writes, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord unworthily will have to answer for the body and blood of the Lord. A person should examine himself and so eat the bread and drink the cup. For anyone who drinks and eats without discerning the body eats and drinks judgment on himself. To receive the Eucharist worthily, baptized members of the Catholic Church should believe in the Eucharist as the Catholic Church teaches, should prepare themselves spiritually to receive the Eucharist, and should observe the proper Eucharistic fast. That is no solid food or beverages other than water or medicine for one hour prior to receiving Holy Communion. Illness excuses an individual from the Eucharistic fast. Eucharistic miracles. A miracle is any event that cannot be explained by the laws of nature or science. For Catholics, miracles are usually attributed to the intervention of God. Eucharistic miracles are those phenomena that involve or are connected to the Eucharist. TLM, the Latin Mass, also referred to as Usus Antiquior, the older use, or extraordinary form of the Mass, describes the celebration of the Holy Eucharist of the Mass in Latin, according to the 1962 Roman Missal. Novus Ordo, New Order, refers to the celebration of the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass 
in Latin or the vernacular languages, according to the 1970 Roman Missal as revised in 2011. This Eucharistic lexicon, a part five in our catechetical series on the Eucharist, concludes our presentation. You know, it's not possible to say everything there is to say about the Eucharist. It is, as the church believes and teaches, an inexhaustible mystery. So much else can be said, needs to be said, should be said about the Eucharist, but we just don't have the time to do it here. But you certainly have the opportunity to continue to study and read everything that the church teaches about the Eucharist, especially in this year of Eucharistic revival, when we're trying to place the Eucharist before people's minds and before people's hearts so that they have a proper understanding of the Eucharist, so that no one can walk away without knowing that this great mystery of the church, this great sacrament of the church, this great sacrifice of the church, this pledge of eternal life and eternal glory is the body and blood of Christ that we receive and celebrate together as a Catholic Christian community. Thank you for listening to these presentations and may God bless you.